Open your life to freedom and joy. This is a podcast about healing. Welcome to Mind Body Connect. I'm Laura Licata, psychic energy healer, and your host. This is episode one, and today's topic is what do I mean when I call myself a psychic? And the reason why I'm doing this is because there's a lot of misconceptions around that word, and it's also a trigger word, the word psychic. And that's pretty much the reason why I use it over the very popular alternative to the word, which is intuitive. They mean the same thing, essentially. Um, Well, in the context of how I'm talking about the word psychic. And I use it as a trigger word because it, it, when you hear the word psychic, it, it creates some sort of reaction in the body and it can be really negative reaction. Like it can really turn somebody off. And in that sense, I'm happy because I don't want to be working with people who aren't fully open to this realm. And um, it also can provoke mystery or intrigue or um, some people just know, like for me, getting help often involved getting psychic healing support from others. And this word triggered me in that way where I felt really powerful So that's the reason why I use the word psychic. But when I was choosing to call myself a psychic, when I decided to get into this work professionally, um, I got a lot of pushback on it. And I've also helped clients who were also psychics and I would call them psychics and they would call themselves psychics, but they refused to use that word publicly because it has such an apparently negative stigma on it. And... Um, I think a lot of psychics get made fun of in the public eye and, you know, called fraudulent or quacks or those words. Personally, I'm not super afraid of that because I know that there is a huge body of people who understand what this is on a deeper level. And I wanted to go into it more. And I thought that we could all get on the same page with the dictionary definition of psychic. And the dictionary is such a great um, leveling plane for conversations because when you actually know what you're talking about um, and you're on the same page with everyone, then it's just clear for everyone involved. So the dictionary defines the word psychic as an adjective, like psychic healer. So the psychic word would be the adjective as relating to or denoting faculties or phenomena that are apparently inexplicable by natural laws, especially involving telepathy or clairvoyance. And the second definition is relating to the soul or mind. So sometimes you can say someone's having like a psychic crisis when their soul or, yeah, I would say the alternative word for that would be existential crisis. And it's also a noun, and a psychic describes a person considering or claiming to have psychic powers, a medium. Now, I would like to counter this dictionary definition a little bit because they say 
phenomena that are apparently inexplicable by natural laws. But the more we are understanding in the in science, the deeper we are starting to understand that these phenomena, these what I call skills, like telepathy, like clairvoyance, are actually completely in alignment with natural laws. And um, the first law would be that everything has matter. So even a thought has matter and they can actually measure that nowadays. So this definition is in effect outdated because science has, you know, gone to the rescue on these topics of telepathy and clairvoyance. And I think it's because so many people have developed these skills that there are scientists who have explored this. Like, how does it work? Because it does. So how does it? And that was the question. And that's the question that is starting to be answered more and more. The proof is everywhere. You can watch thousands and thousands of videos, thousands and thousands of books on the topic. Most of the books are just super solid, um, researched material. Um, And it's well known that government global globally hire psychics and um law enforcement hire psychics so you know they can claim oh it doesn't work or it's fake it's fake it's fake but when they will you know it's used and uh, fortune 500 companies are also hiring psychics the psychics have been around in history for a very long time as advisors to people because these things are real and these things work or else they would have never continued to be around. And um, one other thing I have to say is that I call them skills because anybody can develop them. They are, I guess they would be gifts in the sense where there's some personalities who can take up these things easier than other personalities from a mixture of nature and nurture. It's not fully nature, it's not fully nurture, but by a mixture of those, that's what creates the personality. And just like some people enjoy in their personality math, and some people enjoy writing, some people, whatever other people enjoy, some people are more sensitive to these skills and enjoy developing them. And so when we're talking about gift, the gift comes in the sense of like, okay, certain personalities are, you know, better at this than others if they want to be. Personally, I'm an extremely logical person. I am very left brain. I do web development. Also, Oh, it's 11.11, just thought I'd mention. Um, I'm very, um, like I also do web design, but when it comes to the development and tech support and all of that, I'm very organized. I like things to be in order. I was very good at math growing up. I'm into the sciences. I'm a holistic nutritionist, which is a complete science background. So I am a very rational and logical person. And I still was so intrigued by this and I'm also very sensitive. Um, and that's what allowed, that's what got me into this, but I'm going to do a different episode on really my own journey of how I became a healer. And I, so I relate to this definition as a psychic because I have developed 
my skills, such as telepathy, such as clairvoyance. And another skill I have is channeling. So clairvoyance and I would say clairaudience, which, okay, so let me explain. I wanted to talk about psychic skills a little bit. And what I listed, I'm sure there's more, but are telepathy, clairvoyance, clairaudience, mediumship, remote viewing, channeling, um, empathy, or yeah, empathy um, is also one. It's a little bit more practical and grounded than the rest because empathy would be feeling other people's emotions. Um, In that sense, you can also call it clairsentient because you're feeling things. So telepathy is when you can communicate with people through your mind. And I got into this years and years ago because I I read books on the topic and I was prompted to practice. So all these things are skills that you can practice and there's books written about them. And if you follow the instructions in the book, you can test it for yourself over and over again. And I use telepathy to talk to people all the time. And the proof just keeps coming back and back and back. You know, the classic example of asking my partner to to not forget the bread (laughs) telepathically when they're out. Things like that. And then the bread shows up, even though I didn't even ask for it in the first place. Like, that's just such a classic example that I've used many times. Um, You know, another, another one, like, call me or... You can try with people. I think the closer, the more attached you are to somebody's energy field, the, the greater the connection. And that's, to me, that's science right there. Like the further someone is out from you, the least contact you've had, then the less your energy fields are enmeshed with each other. So the less uh, strength in that force that's going to be there. So you're going to have less results, but you still will because there is still energy going out because all of this is energy in the end. That's why I call myself a psychic energy healer. Okay. Clairvoyance would be the ability to see things. So sometimes I close my eyes and if I'm with a client and they ask me something, sometimes I close my eyes and I can see a complete image of something um, come through and I've learned to say what comes up. Like I, it could be 100% my imagination, but what's important is that it is showing up in my imagination and that I have an intention on the call with the client. So it's important that I do say what is coming up even if it's in my imagination or, you know, what's truthfully, it's coming from my third eye, which is a chakra, which is where a lot of our imagination sits. Mediumship is when you can communicate with the other side Um, and the other side, meaning specifically with souls who have passed away. I am not a medium, although I've dabbled in mediumship because again, these are skills. So once you start developing the skills, it's easier to pick up new ones because they're all based on the same um, thing. Like they're all based on the same kind of trust and play with energy and listening. Like mediumship has a lot of basically it, there is a clairvoyance and a clairaudience there because you're listening and you're, you're seeing things. Remote viewing is the one that the governments are using and stuff. And I even have books on developing remote viewing. I haven't done it myself. 
um, mainly because I haven't really felt protected enough to on the energy spheres to go and put my consciousness elsewhere while I am still here because there's a lot of powerful remote viewers who did and picked up some energies that weren't so positive or were caught, you know. So I'm not so excited about remote viewing, although because it's so powerful, I'm curious to dabble in it, but I'm not going to. And then my favorite thing is channeling. Um, who am I channeling or where? what's being channeled? Often it's beans, um, energy beans, guides. I'm very weary of channeling beans because you don't know what their true intentions are. But for me, guides, when I'm tapping into, um, the, everyone has guides. And when I'm tapping into the guides of a client, they're giving me such specific and accurate information and amazing things have happened from that. And usually I turn to the guides when, I'm, you know, all the other skills are, are drawing a blank or, you know, when they're asking me, nothing's coming through and, I, and I'm saying, okay, this is, we got to put this to something. We got to ask the question. We got to get the answer. And then the answer always comes through. So the psychic skills would be telepathy, clairvoyance, mediumship, remote viewing, channeling, clairaudience, where it's the same as clairvoyance, except you're hearing, and clairsentience, it's the same, except you're feeling. So someone who's clairsentient can even feel heat or uh, um, maybe smell, um, touch, those kind of things. Also, um, empathy, again, feeling other people's emotions very clearly, feeling what the other person is feeling, feeling pain. Um, totally entering into somebody else's body there. Okay, so we've established what psychic skills are and am I going to debate whether or not they're real? No, because I know they are. And um, if you are listening to this, then you're probably interested in it so that you also have an inkling that they're real. I think if you practice them, you'll see that they're real. If you study them, you'll also get proof that they're real, but I'm not here to convince anybody that they are. So um, if you don't believe they're real, then that's okay too. It's just that this might not be the right space. Like the space that you might be in is starting somewhere else on the self-development journey, um, which is up to you. Okay, let's talk about what psychicness or being a psychic or the word psychic is not. And one thing it is not, although it does have inklings of it and some psychics do it, is predicting. Um, yes, there can be short-term predictions and predictions are being used a lot. But what comes through in a psychic reading is what where the energy is at now. So if a psychic is giving you a prediction, it's just based off of what is now. But of course, there's cause and effect. There's the butterfly effect. There's free will. So anything, there, there's no set in stone, set in stone future. At least I don't believe that personally. You might. That's cool too. Um, and so I say it's not naming fate. It's not saying that definitely on this day, this thing's going to happen. That's not predicting the future is what people think psychics do. And it is not at all what psychics do. I'm very weary of any psychic 
really naming something solidly like it's fact because it's not. Um, except for names or birth dates or whatever, I'm very, very weary of hearing like this is the re- like this is the absolute truth about something. Like if you're getting reading, let's say you want a partner, and then they say some psychics can give you a date and when you're going to meet and what they're going to look like and what the name is. But I don't think many do. I think those psychics might have their skills highly, highly, highly developed. Um, so in general, I want to say that it's not predicting, it's not naming fate, but sometimes it's seeing possibilities in the future, you know, that are based off of the current energy imprint of today, specifically at that moment that you're seeing the psychic. And it's like, for example, blood tests, you know, when you get a blood test done, let's say you're checking for nutrients. Well, it's just a profile of what your blood looked like at that second, at that moment. But if you got the blood test the next day, your nutrient profile could be completely different because it's so dependent on what you ate and the physical activity you did during the day. So that's how I, so they could say, oh, based on this, uh, like you get a blood test and they can tell you, oh, based on this, this is what we're predicting for you. And then the next day you could get a blood test at a different doctor with a completely different blood profile and they can say something completely different. So you can see a psych, and I did a little psychic experiment when I was much younger, which was that I would talk to a couple different psychics every day for a few months. <laughs> Let's call it an addiction. I was just so curious back then. And um, I got different answers from every single psychic. And this is actually when I really learned what being a psychic was. It's... Um, it, I'm going to go into this now. So let's talk about how readings take place. So there's this um, concept of the cold reading. And <laughs> South Park had an episode that made fun of it. And I thought it was hilarious as well. Cold reading, they were like in the show, they were in um, like a stage or a stage. And there was a psychic and he was a medium. And uh, Stan, I don't know if you know, but he's one of the kid characters on South Park and he's in the audience and then the the psychic man was like okay I'm, I'm getting something in from someone and he's making sounds and then he's and then someone in the audience is like oh that's that's Tom my husband who passed away and he's like exactly Tom you know so it was funny cold reading is like making really general statements that someone or anyone could really um relate to so they gave in the episode they gave the example of like did someone did you experience a loss um recently well a loss could be anything and 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 everybody's always constantly going through loss in their life so it's a pretty good like general everyone (laughs) can answer that with a yes and then he's like Okay, uh, and then, then depending on the answer, the say in the episode, the woman said, uh, yeah, her father passed away. And then he said, oh, the father has a, a message for you. It's about money. Well, money is something that every single human being on earth has some, or most human beings on earth have some tie to. So it's very easable, easy to completely relate that. And that's what cold reading is. And um I would say that real, like if you're investing in going to see a psychic and you're bringing, you know, some 
psychic problems how we define psychic the relating to the solar mind these psychic problems to the table um, they're not going to give you a cold reading I don't think they even care about people's names or anything they're just going to tell you what exactly comes up and it's going to be closer to guidance so you'll it's it's kind of a form of counseling in that sense and I know a lot of psycho um, psychics who have a psychology background and they just decided to fuse the psychology and their psychic skills together to give this guidance personally I'm doing a psychotherapy mentorship in bioenergetics and so there's a whole realm of psychology there. So psychology definitely has a place in it. And I think it's part of the psychic's duty to really develop their skill in guiding people or to understand the psyche of, of humans, to really study and to understand humans. And um, the guidance that's going to come through, it's normal guidance, normal guidance that will help anyone, except usually the difference between seeing a guidance counselor or seeing a psychic, for example, is that the guidance will be multidimensional. So the reading, for example, the psychic will feel the emotions of, or I will feel the emotions of my client. What does that mean? It means that when they're sitting there, I'm not asking them how they feel. I'm feeling them. I'm bringing things to the surface that were hidden because I think so many people just are, by the time they, they get help from a psychic, they don't have the answers themselves. And a psychic trusts in their skills that what they're feeling is correct. So oftentimes I'll, I'll be like, oh yeah, there's a feeling, it's kind of, and I'm trying to identify this feeling because I'm feeling it in them and then we, we really nail it. So there's no cold reading there. It's like, oh yeah, it feels kind of like frustration, but it's not. So let me just go in a little bit, you know, there's some working out of some things, bringing a lot to the surface. Often I'm gonna say very general things like if there's a problem in, um, their business, for example, well, you know, there's almost always a mirror of it somewhere else in um, the, their life as well. So oftentimes it's either their, their primary relationship or their relationship with their family or relationship with friends. So I'm not going to guess. I'm going to ask what's going on in the other realms. I'm my job as a psychic is to use these skills to uncover truth, to uncover answers. And it's the person who holds their own truth. It's the person themselves that holds their own answers. I don't have another person's truth or answers. I have my truth. I have my answers. And I could give them my truth and answers. And sometimes I do <laughs> as well. So I think that my role as a psychic in helping other people is to uncover, use my skills to help uncover their own answers and their own truths. And once they have answers and once they have truths, they have power and they have decision-making power and they when and the decisions become clear. 
I can, we can go through different outcomes of things together and the possibilities. It's not even anything so out there. It's just, it's actually really practical to let's say see beyond or see the next 10 steps. Anyone can see beyond, anyone can see the next 10 steps, but most people are so bombarded with worry, with fear, with a thousand menial concerns in their day-to-day life that they aren't seeing clearly. So it's like, when you come to me, I have the intention of being this clear channel to see 10 steps ahead with you that anyone could have seen. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing special. Anyone could have seen them, but they're not because they're too wrapped up. So that is how a reading really happens. Um, And that's really the power is that people leave clear. They understand what's their truth. They understand what are their answers to these questions they've been asking. And they understand what the next action steps are and what they just have to accept as their reality. Because a lot of people are, are one, they're not accepting the reality. And I think that there's so much power in like really seeing the truth about things. So that's um, what I do. And I wanted to give some examples of case studies of clients who've seen me and have gotten a reading and what their initial problem was. So someone saw me last year because they wanted to pivot the direction in their business to something more meaningful and purposeful and deeper, but they didn't know what that was. And they'd been doing something very niche and very specific for a very long time. And somehow they wanted to crack it open, but still remain, you know, niche or specific in their marketing. But to find that deeper meaning or to connect more with the heart to their work, their work, which was very left-brained and logical. So we did a reading and we really went in. I wanted to access what what the meaning was, what the purpose was that she was looking for. Where would she find that meaning? Where would she find that purpose? And we went deep and we talked about all the different things and we we tried to find things that were energetically strong uh, coming to the surface. And we went on a journey together and the journey led us to, led me to speaking with her guides and saying like, yeah, we have all of these pieces of the puzzle. We revealed so many more pieces during this call, but you know, where is the, where is the head of the pin here? Where is the point on the map, the place, the treasure chest? Where is that? And then the, I just closed my eyes and then I just saw in my imagination, in my mind's eye, in my third eye, I saw a whole playground scenario like a whole story play out in my mind. And I just assumed that it's metaphorical. And <laughs> I told the story and my eyes were kind of closed when I was telling the story to her. I was like, this is what I'm seeing. This is the story. And um, I and the story was very specific. I mean, this isn't something that happens to everyone. <laughs> this is this. That's why I thought it was metaphorical because it was so specific. And I opened my eyes and she's there on the other side of the call and she's crying. And she told me that actually happened to me. And we eventually got off the call and it was the uncovering, somehow the uncovering of this story 
also helped her uncover her meaning and her deeper purpose in her business. And within just a couple of months, she completely pivoted to this like all powerful new thing, which is still quite left brain, but it integrated everything that she was missing before. So it's a really, really beautiful story. Um, did I want to give another case study here? Hmm. Let's see. There's so many. I just need to go through. Okay. Yeah. Here's one. I had a client who, um, was going through a launch in their business. And I guess because I'm a business owner, I attract a lot of business owners, but I also, I can give some personal case studies later. I'll probably do a whole episode dedicated to a case study as well. So she was going through a launch, but she wasn't getting any traction on it. And she had just had a medical emergency. And I couldn't read into the success or anything, but what I or of the launch or any specific things so much. But what was coming through was that she had stuff in her body stuck and thoughts stuck. And there was some weird energy that didn't feel good when I was speaking to her, when she was speaking to me, something felt like there was stress or I don't know, but she didn't know what it was. And there was a little bit of denial that there was anything. And I was like, listen, we just need to get it out. And there was actually something in her body, a tension that we released and many, many messages came through and past beliefs that she was holding about herself and about money specifically came up. And it also led her to cry because it's so relieving to to uncover, to see something that you knew was there, but that you couldn't see it and you knew it was affecting you but you couldn't see it and when you can finally see it you can do something about it so her launch actually didn't end up going well and that's why i chose to give this um, case study specifically because the ending doesn't necessarily end the way you want it to end but that doesn't mean that there's still healing to do around it like What it actually led to is that she's relaunching this thing in a even more in a bigger way and she's hired the right support staff and it's like she had to do this last launch and this is also we went to like why did this launch happen and the purpose of where it led her. So all these answers came through, which are going to be leading to a, a great success the next time. So the result might not come immediately either but it it always comes in some way or shape or form but not in the way that you always want it to but always always in a better way because for her it it was actually much better that it didn't work out um especially it's been a few months now and looking back it's just like oh yeah much much better not working out because of what what seeds have been planted for and how she like the success of the thing in the actual way that she really really wants it to be so in the work that i did with her we didn't talk so much about whether or not it was going to be successful i couldn't know and she couldn't know but what we did talk was listen 
there is some weird energy going on around you right now. And if whether or not this is going to be successful, then you have to get something out of this, some form of growth and some form of healing. Because let's heal this now so that you don't have to heal this later. And we did. We healed some deeper things that needed to be healed. And she's going to go on to a great launch next time. So that's another case study for you. So what do I mean when I call myself psychic? I mean that I am using these crazy and <laughs> these crazy, but these really out there skills that are tangible and very real and developed over time to guide people through their problems, through their blocks, um, into answers and clarity and action taking. And that's about it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mind Body Connect. I invite you to visit mindbodyenergyhealing.com for more information about how mind body energy healing can free your life from stuck or stagnant patterns and emotional blocks.